Coming to you from the Center for Social Confidence in Portland, Oregon, welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy, helping men everywhere go from social anxiety to social domination, with your host, Dr. Aziz. Yo, welcome to today's episode of the show. Today is a firework, a firebrand, a firecracker. I don't know, it's something big, because it's the second half of my interview with author and expert on rejection, Scott Allen. If you didn't listen to the first half of the interview, it's in the previous episode, How to Desensitize Your Fear of Rejection. You're going to want to start with that because you're going to need to understand what he's talking about with desensitization, how we do it, stories and examples of doing it. And if you already did, you're ready to rock because this episode is all about Do It Scared which is actually the name of his latest book. But I love that, Do It Scared, because that's his point. Do it anyway. Focus on your future. Focus on what you really want to create and move towards that. And of course, fear is going to be there. Of course, fear of rejection is going to happen inside of your body and rejection outside of you is going to happen. People are going to say no, but we keep going. And there's one thing that we can, we can keep this in our mind. We can know it intellectually, and it's very different when you hear his stories and his experiences and his insights, it actually calls something up inside of you that makes you want to go do it. Because most of us aren't walking around during the day being like, geez, I sure hope I can find a place to get rejected today. But after listening to this, you actually might. <laughs> and it, will, it won't feel crazy. It'll feel good. You'll start to see, wow, this is how I'm going to create the life that I want. So my intention for you is to leave this episode feeling energized and inspired to go get out there and crush it. So let's dive in. If you want to find out more about Scott Allen or this show in general, go to shrinkfortheshyguy.com, shrinkfortheshyguy.com. Uh, his interview uh, is in there and you get the, below in the show notes, you'll be able to find a link to his books and all that stuff. Uh, also on that site, you can get a copy of my ebook, Five Steps to Unleash Your Inner Confidence. That is a powerhouse and that is also um, free too. So just go there and enter your email and you can get a copy of that. That's all at shrinkfortheshyguy.com. So let's continue with my interview with confidence expert, Scott Allen. Expert interview. Yeah. So the, it seems like uh, in the stories that you're sharing though, there is, it's about feeling the fear and doing it, hence the, maybe the name of your, your book, uh, Do It Scared, feel mm. the fear and do it. Uh, is it possible to completely eliminate that fear? Oh, that's a good question. And, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of other uh, books out there, stuff like where it's like, you know, eliminate your fear with these 20 steps or whatever. And, and, um, uh, you know, I really don't think that, like, fear is just part of us. It's part of who we are, right? You're always going to be scared of something. And like I said, it's it's all about jumping to new plateaus, right? So let's say, for example, um, you know, I'm afraid of heights. Um, I don't, you know, I've never bungee jumped, for example, terrified of it. And, and I'm sure that if I bungee jumped today, I'd be absolutely terrified of jumping off a cliff or something. But if I did it once... I know I could do it again and again. So it's basically like, you know, doing what you're afraid of. You did it. You're successful. What's next? You know, what's the next challenge? So it's all about like every time you, you approach a new challenge, mm -hmm. something that you haven't done before, you're always going to be afraid, right? Mm -hmm. 
you know. So, well, why, so do you, why do you think that is? Yeah, it's just uh, again. I think it, it goes back to the um, you know desensitizing ourselves to. I think we've conditioned ourselves. You know, we like we've uh, we we've gotten to a point in our lives where we've conditioned ourselves to um, live within our um, I guess uh, was it the little protective bubble, right? So we know what we can do without experiencing fear. You know, okay, like I can get on my bike every day and I can bike to work and bike home and I won't have any fear, right? But now if, uh, you know, if I suddenly, um, let's say, put on a scuba diving suit and somebody said, you're going you're gonna to dive today to about 60 meters, uh, there's the ocean, good luck. I'd be like, whoa, you know, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite, you know, actually I've, I've scuba dived before, but I'm actually quite afraid of water and sharks. So, um, but the first time I did it, I was terrified. They had to keep bringing me up actually, you know, but the more I did it, I, every time I did it, I went down a little bit more. I went down a few more meters, um, until eventually I never, I didn't go down to 60 meters, but I had been down to 40 meters scuba diving. But before I did it, I could not have conceived ever doing that. And again, it's all about the conditioning, you know, like if you condition yourself to just going a little bit further every time, you know, you're going to overcome your fear, but you'll always have fear, but it's going to be at a different level. And that's a good thing because that's what, you know, personal growth is all about. You know, it's like pushing your boundaries, you know, and talking to a lot of people and, you know, myself included, we, you know, we build this protective little cocoon and in our day to day, I guess you can call it your daily routine. You know, we, we, we live within that little bubble and then, you know, occasionally we might jump out uh, to, you know, try something new. But in many cases, it's because somebody is telling you you have to do it. So maybe, you know, say your boss tells you you have to you have to go deliver this presentation in front of 500 people. You're like, whoa, I've never done that before. He's like, yeah, well, it starts, you know, it starts this afternoon. So, you know, suddenly you're, you've been taken out of your little bubble into a situation where you have to react, where you have to you have to perform, you have to take action and you may not want to do it but it's happening right and again like you know if you can you if you do it you get through it you've just conditioned yourself to take on a new responsibility a new challenge and then you're like uh, you know it's just a natural inclination we're like okay i did this thing um it felt good you know i was really afraid now i feel like i just leveled myself up what's next yeah and what i'm hearing in there is in instead of waiting for life or something outside of you to push you to go outside of your bubble, it sounds like you might be advocating actively looking at what you want and going after it and going outside of the bubble on, of your own choice and seeking out mm. what might scare you. Mm. Exactly. Um, and that's the thing. Like, uh, I think a lot of people, they wait for it to come. You know, they, they want, you know, we all want to change. I think like, deep inside we have this uh you know we want to grow we want to change but we know like you know as soon as we start to move towards something it's like you know we've got this fear and we think well that's not right like you know change is supposed to be good and positive and this feels really scary so we pull ourselves back you know and we just you know wait for it to happen but the problem with that is that if you wait for change to happen you're going to become reactive to everything you know um you're not going to be taking action you're going to be given orders or whatever whoever you know it could be you maybe you're in a relationship and uh you know someone's just guiding you along but you're not really taking charge of your life 
So what do you do at Scarity? You take action against rejection. You know, you're the one in charge. You're saying, okay, I want that. I'm going for it, or I'm going to try this thing. Maybe I'll fail. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, but you know, I think like um, the thing that's worse than failing is actually, you know, not doing it all. Because either way, like you know, you might try something, and there's a say, there's a fifty-fifty chance that you're going to fail at it. You know, you're not going to succeed. But if you don't try it, it's, there's a hundred percent chance you're not going to succeed. You're going to fail anyway, right? So I look at it that way as like either. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. And if you're not going to do it, there's going to be the consequences are you're not going to get what you want. You're going to be reacting to whatever everybody else wants. You know, people will be directing your life. And at the end of it, you know, you're going to look back with regret and say, you know, if only I had. And I don't want to, you know, like for me and like a lot of people I've talked to, I don't want to get to, you know, 50, 60, 100 years old and look back with regret and, you know, think to myself, you know, if only I had done this, you know. So that's the thing that I, I teach to people is that, you know, just like project yourself into the future um, and just imagine yourself like looking back on your life and, you know, you, you, you know, do two versions of it. Look back and see like the life you could have had if you'd taken action, right? Now do it again, look back and uh, create the life that you just had because you did these things, so. Yeah, and that can, I'd imagine, produce a, a strong desire to step up and do what we need to, because to, that fear of that, what I love about this is we're very aware of the short-term pain of rejection. Oh man, that would feel real bad that week or that day or this month. And we're not aware of the long-term pain of avoidance, where you avoid it, and maybe you avoid that short-term rejection pain, but then it, you know, as you said, looking back when we're 60, the pain of regret weighs tons mm -hmm. and, can, and can really strike us. So really taking the time to actually think about that and make it real can be a powerful, motivating force. We're going to pause right here, take a quick break, and then resume with that interview with guest expert Scott Allen. If you wanted to walk up to an attractive woman and start a conversation with her, could you do it? Would you be nervous, awkward, or afraid, or how she might respond to you? That's a case that Dr. Aziz knows well, which is exactly why he is a perfect guide for breaking free. Learn how to build your self-esteem and create rock-solid confidence with women without using any strange scripts or pickup lines. Discover how to tap into your natural masculine confidence today by going to 30daystodatingmastery.com. So I'm curious, uh, as I'm hearing this, my mind is already making lists of things that scare me that I could go do, um, which is, uh, damn you, but uh, it's good. And so I'm curious, what, you mentioned a few um, from Jia Jing about the, from Rejection Proof. So I'm curious, what other ideas from, from what else you've read from your own life, uh, from clients in your books, what are some ways, any, any and all that come to your mind that we can starting today, you know, this week, this month, do what scares us, get rejections? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, so what I do is, um, like you just, you just mentioned the list and that's a really great, uh, practice to do is make a list of the things that, uh, you want to do, 
but you haven't done yet because you're afraid of doing it. And I, um, you know, at the at the end of every month, actually, I'll go. I've got a list of things that uh, I know I'm afraid to do. To do, and um, I'll go through the list and I'll choose, say, two or three things that I'm going to do this month. Right. So it could be, for example, uh, giving an interview. Right. Um, you know, like I said, uh, public speaking is not my thing, but uh, the last six months I've been doing quite a lot of it actually and I'll tell you like the first you know say interview that I tried out I was like you know I was, I was panicking for days like what if, what if I say the right wrong thing what if uh, you know what if they pull the plug on me they realize I suck uh, what am I you know so I just had all these fears going on and that was one of the things on my list was you know um, I'm doing a lot of writing and, and uh, you know uh, coaching people but um, you know, if I'm going to take this to the next level, I have to be willing to share my message. So it goes back to it's kind of like it's like making a, a, a fear bucket list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would do that. I would make a list. Um, and actually, at the end of uh, last year, December, I always I, I take that month to um, you know go through my goals, things that I want to achieve in the year in the following year, the new year. And um, I always uh, I always base it off of my you know, my, 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 I call it my scaredy cat list, right? Because it's the things that you're afraid of that are actually going to take it to that level. You know, the things that we're used to, that we, we know we can do, I mean, yeah, it's easy to, to default and, and take that path because we know, like, you know, okay, well, I can do that. I've done it before. But it's the things that we're afraid of that are actually going to take us to the, the level that we really want to be at. So I would, uh, I would make that list, and then I would... Um, just be aware that you've got that list. Choose one or two things. It can be like you, you can try one new thing a week or one new thing a month. Um, but focus on uh, taking action on it when you have the opportunity. Right? Um, and, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that works for me. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I just, uh, when, I, when I've got that list, what I'll do is I'll take the one thing that I am afraid of as well, I'll take it and I'll, I'll ask myself this question, okay, um, let's say, for example, um, okay, you know, public speaking, okay, I want to be a keynote speaker, right, for example. That sounds like a really crazy idea, like, whoa, you know, I mean, me, a keynote speaker, no way. I mean, I just, you know, I've never been up in front of a big audience, I'm terrified of crowds, da-da-da, but what if I did this thing? Right. And again, that goes to like jumping ahead 20, 30 years, looking back in your life, you know, maybe you, you traveled the world as a keynote speaker and you created a whole new life for yourself. Right. And that is the next thing I would do is like get into the habit of visualizing yourself as you want to be in the future. So it's a bit of, you know, visualization technique, but it really works because it, it, it makes you feel like, you know, you know like I want to jump to that plateau. I want to be there. Right. So it's like, kind of like, like two yous in the future. You know, there's the you where you know you didn't take action, and this is what happened. You're still doing the same thing, the same boring, whatever. You know, you're not happy. And the other you is you know, I don't know. You're living, you know, in Tahiti. <laughs> you know, you've just uh, spent a lifetime of, uh, you know, succeeding because you took action against your fear. And just try to create that vision and work on like what I'll do is I'll work on that like 10 or 15 minutes a day where at the end of the day I'll take time out to sit down and just visualize the things that uh, well I want to visualize where I want to be at but I also have to recognize what I have to do to get there right and um, 
one of the important things is like uh, um, making a decision, right? Like every, uh, I think every great achievement that you have from now on, you can trace it back to the moment you made a decision. I think it was um, maybe Tony Robbins said that, you know, like if you haven't truly decided, you know, what you really want, you're not going to take action towards it, right? It's the decision you make in the moment that's going to define everything. And, you know, just to give you one more example, like, you know, I live in Japan. I've been here for 20 years. Um, before I came here, I was living in Canada and I'd never traveled anywhere. I'd never really done anything. I was just, you know, working, hanging out, going to bars every weekend. Um, I wasn't really creating a life for myself. And I realized one day, like, you know, after I actually bought a book on, on Anthony Robbins and it's called Awaken the Giant and I went through it. It changed everything. It talked about goal setting and and I went through and I, I did all the goals and everything and all the activities and I kept uh, the one theme that kept coming up was that I wanted to travel the world. And I was terrified because I'd never actually, to be honest, I'd never been on an, you know, an airplane before and I'd never been to another country before. So I was like, well, how is this going to happen? You know, so... But um, I did it. I followed through on the steps, got an airplane ticket, um, you know, and jumped overseas to Asia. And basically because of that, I had a lifetime of traveling, you know, walking on the Great Wall, uh, scuba diving for old shipwrecks, whatever. I did a lot of things that never would have happened if I hadn't made a decision where I decided one day I was going to I was going to change it all. I was going to move to the other side of the world and... So that, anyway, I guess my point is, is like, you know, um, recognize that you have the power to make a decision and that in itself uh, is enough to like push you, push you over the hurdle. Like you're going to be able to do anything once you, once you can, you know, seize that, I guess, you know, seize the day, seize the moment, but make a decision. And that can be like every day, every morning you can make a decision to do something, to take some action. So, Yeah. I love it, man. It's inspiring. And it's inspiring because it's not just you sharing ideas. It's you sharing ideas that you have lived and, and are living. And it's part of you. So that's, I can feel the, uh, the truth of what you're saying. And I want to ask, you said something really interesting in there about the visualization that you, you kind of build on it. And that's a really interesting idea that it's this, this like uh, vision that we keep tweaking and enhancing and each time you go there you're strengthening that and it sounds mm -hmm. like you you said that you were imagining kind of the the end result like being where you wanted to be and doing what you wanted to do you know kind of the grand vision but also imagining the steps the kinds of things you'd have to do along the way and i i think that's fascinating i'd love to hear just a little bit more about your visualization process and i'm also wondering if even during the visualization, if you sometimes feel fear, seeing yourself doing some of those things. We're going to pause for just one more moment and then return to the rest of the interview with guest expert Scott Allen. Have you ever been stuck in limbo? You know, that awkward situation where there are several groups of people talking around you and you aren't part of any of them? You want to jump in, but you're not sure how to do it or what to say. So you slink into the corner, grab a drink at the bar, and pretend to look busy on your cell phone. Tired of this less-than-optimal strategy? Get yourself a copy of The Confidence Code today and discover how to dominate in any group situation, casually join into existing groups, 
and even enjoy being the center of attention. Go to yourconfidencecode.com now to get started. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I do have a vision of where I want to be, what I want to do. But when you, when you look at it, you know, from like where we are right now, when I look ahead, I, the first thing that pops into my, my mind, well, the first thing I feel actually is like self-doubt and uncertainty. And I, I start to question like, well, how can I get there? That just seems like such a long jump, you know, like, uh, um, but really, I mean, I, I, I trace it back to like, I, I told you the story, but when I had, you know, I had to jump across the zip line, which I was afraid of. And I was asking at the moment, I was saying the same thing to myself, like, how can I get to the other side? You know, that's so far away. <laughs> how is that possible? And then, yeah, exactly. But with the visualization, um, yeah, it all comes down to like, yeah, okay, you got this grand picture of yourself, you know, 10, 20, 30 years in the future. Um, of you know some place you want to be at, but it all comes back to like you have to keep walking back, going through going through the steps and basically breaking down the goals, right? And sure, with every uh, you know with with every say every with every goal, there's a certain level of fear. Like uh, you know, it could be like uh, I don't know. I guess writing a book, for example, you know. Like uh, when I first started to write and I was writing my first book and publishing my first book just seemed like uh, a daunting task. Like, how is this possible? You know, I see these other authors uh, giving presentations on their books and their New York Times bestsellers and, you know, who am I to... Um, but I knew what I wanted to achieve. Um, I just had to figure out how I was going to get there and I just started walking back through the steps and you keep going right, you keep going back, back, back until you come back to the, where you are right now and you recognize, like you, you realize like, what can I do today? And that's what it comes down to is like, every day is a, it's an opportunity to work towards that dream, right? But it has to start with, uh, you know, it has to start with, you know, like a, 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 even if it's just a mini step, like baby steps, for example, right? You know, and you have to realize, like, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, just walk yourself back through the steps. And then, you know, um, I, I have like a little mini action plan that I follow through on every day. I don't always, you know, I don't always uh, achieve my goals every day. But the things that I want to achieve, I am getting there gradually because every day I'm doing something and it, maybe it's just a small thing, but all those things are adding up, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's inspiring and it's exciting and it's definitely stimulating all kinds of ideas in me about how to really orient my life towards what it is that I want, which is also doing what I'm afraid of. Those two are coupled. And uh, that that seeing that is a liberating insight. Because then it's not about, well, geez, how do I get what I want without being scared or, or not having any fear along the way? And it's like, well, what if that's not possible? What if it's one and the same? And it's just about deciding, as you mentioned earlier. And I think that's a powerful and inspiring message. And I'm glad that you are stepping up, you know, more and more to share it in a bigger way because me and so many other people benefit from what you share and what you teach. And in fact, for those who'd like to go deeper, I know you have a variety of different books and new ones coming out. What would you, what would be the best place that you'd like to send people to get started to learn more from you? 
Well, yeah, I'm, um, I'm working on a blog and a website. That's at scottellensite.com. Um, but you can also uh, jump over to Amazon. You can uh, just check out a Scott Allen. And, um, you know, I've got uh, six books. I just published my recent book is called Do It Scared. Uh, it's been out for about five or six weeks right now. And uh, getting a lot of positive feedback from us. So, uh, you know, check that out if you like. And uh, the Rejection series, I've got two books on rejection. I'm writing a third one right now. Actually, I'm writing two more um, because this has uh, proven to be, like I said, it's a real pain point that people are responding to. And it's something I'm very passionate about. So um, I'm building on that even more. And uh, I've got a, a new book coming out on that called uh, Rejection Rehab. That'll be out um, maybe towards the summer. I've got a few other projects before that. So, you know, uh, check, out, uh, check out the books online. And, um, you know, my, uh, my contact information is in there. So, you know, if anybody has any questions or anything, they can uh, get in touch with me. So. Mm, that is fantastic. And we'll have links uh, below. Um, the, the interview at the site shrinkfortheshyguy.com. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for joining us and sharing your wisdom on this topic. It is inspiring and, and most appreciated. Well, thank you. Yo, that brings us to the end of the interview and the end of the episode almost. But we have a fun action step. Are you ready? Time for action! Here's your action step for today. Make a list. Make a list of what scares you. Any and all things. Now, I actually talk about this in my book, The Art of Extraordinary Confidence. You don't necessarily want to list things like nuclear holocaust. Now, I'm not saying you can't be scared of a nuclear holocaust. You have every right to be scared of that because that sounds pretty scary. But what I'm talking about is you want to look at the things that you can do. You probably don't, you're probably not going to, you know, there's no control you have over that specific situation, at least not really directly. So you are, that's something that could happen to you, as it were, like, you know, a hurricane, a nuclear holocaust, that's something that's kind of just going to happen in your life. You could probably make a really long list of all those things. What we're talking about here is you getting empowered, you taking control, you creating a life that you want. And that's going to involve moving towards exactly what you want, even though you're going to have to do things that scare you. So make a list of the things that scare you that you that would come about from your actions. That might be the results or the responses to you taking action. So if you're afraid of getting rejected, that's a concept. That's like a vague statement. I'm afraid of getting rejected. We have a general idea what that means, but if someone were to tell me that, guess what my first question would be? Other than what's wrong with you? No. <laughs> Because we all, you know, I hope you got that from this interview with Scott. This is universal. So we all have this fear of rejection. So my question, if someone said, I'm afraid of getting rejected, my question would be, what specifically? In your life, what, what does rejection mean? Where would it happen? And then they'd be like, ah, well, you know, I'm afraid of asking someone out. Or I'm afraid of speaking up and sharing my ideas boldly or with conviction or assertiveness in a meeting. I'm afraid of giving a presentation. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of getting rejected. I'm afraid of um, putting myself out there and people giving my book a negative review. I'm afraid of blah, 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 blah. And think little and think big. Think related to your social confidence and your dating life and your work life and all the stuff you're 
you know, really examining in this show and in your life. But also think kind of random. Like when he was talking, I thought of bungee jumping. Because I've been skydiving, and skydiving was scary, and I will do it again, I'm sure. But just like he said, once you've done something once, it's not so scary. Like, I'm sure when I'm driving to the skydiving place and about to get on the plane and even more so like right before we're about to jump off and I'm looking down at the ground, I'd probably feel a good old spike of adrenaline and fear in my body. But when I think about it now, it's kind of like, oh yeah, right. I've done that before. It's not, it's not so, it's not a so unknown, not so scary, but bungee jumping. I've never done that. And I'm like, oh, that's scary. Like the ground is right there and you're going straight for it. Ooh. So I had a mental thought of bungee jumping. All right, great. Let me do that. And actually, after the interview, I went to the computer and typed in bungee jumping, Portland, Oregon. And apparently on Mount Hood, just about 40 minutes away on a beautiful mountain, you can jump off a platform towards the rocks below. They're bungee jumping. They've had over 10,000 jumps, 100% safety rate. They put that on the website because they know people probably are like, so am I going to die? Right? But that's the fear. And so bungee jumping, other random things that you might think of, obviously within the realm of safety, you don't put like driving the opposite way on a freeway might scare you kind of stupid, right? So find the things that are, that are realistic, reasonable, just pushing your edge could be an extreme sport or something like that. But so don't just think social life, because here's the thing, facing your fear in any capacity builds your discomfort tolerance. It builds your power. It builds your confidence. So it's, it's transferable. It's a currency that's transferable. So make that list. And then just like what Scott was saying, pick two, three things a month that you're going to do off that list and then go do those things. But it's going to start with your action step today is to make the list. So do that. And until we speak again, may you have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.